I'm Joe Morgan Stern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. They got it all wrong in The Call of the Wild, another retelling of the Jack London story of a dog named Buck. He's a comfortably domesticated California canine who finds his true feral self in the Yukon during the gold rush. This latest buck is so lifelike, thanks to the wonders of computer animation, and the people around him are such lifeless caricatures that the studio should have given the pooch the gift of speech and kept the humans mercifully mute. But then what might have come slobbering out of Buck's mouth? Maybe I'd really look forward to working with Harrison Ford, who plays my final master, John Thornton, and I know this may sound strange coming from a computer-generated canine, but he wasn't very animated, more glum than endearing, more grumpy than gruff. Or what happened to Perrault, my first master in the Northland and a French-Canadian mail courier? Why did Omar C. turn him into such a silly cartoon with that enormous smile and the popping eyes? When I saw Omar in The Untouchables, I thought he was a force of nature. In our movie, he's completely unnatural and no force at all. Or, why was the action stuff so dumb? I was glad to be a part of a sled dog team. It gets lonely being digital. But having us pull the sled into a kind of theme park tunnel to avoid an avalanche looked ridiculous. And the way I used a branch to rescue someone who'd fallen through the ice was just absurd. In a word, the film is heart-cooling, and that's too bad, because the director, Chris Sanders, has been a force for good in Hollywood. In 2002, he and Dean Dubois co-directed and co-wrote Lilo and Stitch, a terrific animated feature that figured significantly in the resurgence of Disney's animated division. In 2010, the two made the hugely successful How to Train Your Dragon for DreamWorks. But The Call of the Wild doesn't exist in the world of pure animation where Chris Sanders has flourished. Like its St. Bernard Scotch Collie hero, and like increasing numbers of productions, the film is mixed breed. It's a technological hybrid in which live action has been mated with digital imagery that's both overambitious and misconceived. Motion capture techniques and computer-generated images can simulate just about any kind of reality these days. Buck's movements and expressions are a testament to their power. But lifelike doesn't equate to having an inner life. We project our feelings on real dogs, in life or on the screen, because we love them for their limitations as well as their abilities. Buck is so precocious, such an insistently clever construction, that he leaves nothing to our imagination. He's the soul-free star of a movie that's dead in the icy water. I'm Joe Morgan Stern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.